Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talks Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk with your host and business coach, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Helping you build the capacity to change your life. Helping you to walk in your purpose. You know, I'm not even going to say anymore, we're well into the year 2017, because 2017 is here now, all right? And as we ask every week, are you ready? Well, we made it our mission to get you ready. You know, our show is focused on giving you the information you need to make the changes in your life. With the right information, you can make educated decisions, and that's what our mission is, that's what we're here for. So tonight, we're going to talk about a number of things, but one of the things I'm going to talk about in the discussion topics is marketing your business on the internet. You know, we've had a few shows about it. I'm going to, Tonight, I'm going to be talking about graphics and social media. But it's go time, and are you ready? Okay, so this week's show is going to be me and Janet tonight. You know, Ira and Martin both had to excuse out tonight but they'll be back next week but tonight janet's got andrew morrison the ceo of the small business camp she's going to be interviewing him talking about what he is doing talk about his camp then i'm going to come back and talk about marketing your brand on the internet so it's going to be another great show and i want you to stay tuned because i want you to learn something i want you to stick with me because we're trying to bring something to you to help change your life so far as past events go, last week I started a business development series at Destiny World Church. It was a great first shot, first night, but I want you to pay attention this week, Thursday night, Destiny World Church, Austell, Georgia. I'm going to be working on how to develop your business idea, a one-page, eight-step process. If you have a great business idea, you want to get it developed, you want to evaluate it yourself, you need to come to this workshop, Destiny World Church. It's going to be free. Develop your business idea. But I want you to be there because I want you to learn about how to do it. That's the biggest thing a lot of times when I talk with people. They have a great idea, and then they have trouble ever getting it started because they never learned how to evaluate it right. So tonight, we're going to be talking about that as well. So it's Mark Parham Going out with little James Brown I'm going to come back Do my Cat Builder Minute And then when I come back After that I'm going to listen to Janet Montgomery Interview Andrew Morrison So you're listening to The Cat Builder Talk Radio Show I'll be back in a moment Anywhere Oh, 
You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. We want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Hey, this is Mark Parham. Coming back, just for a few minutes here, I'm going to talk about how to tell your story. You know, this is one of the biggest things. I try to bring up things that I hear a lot, that people ask me questions a lot about. You know, when I go meet with diversity officers from corporations, and I meet with companies that want to hire small businesses, one of the biggest things they have to say is, people don't know how to tell their story. So I want you to just listen for a few minutes on a few topics I'm going to talk about because it's no longer business to consumer or business to business. It's almost human to human. And that's what social media has done for us because we need to learn to connect. You know, so instead of constantly creating and pushing it out there as fast as you can, you got to start concentrating on making sure what you push out there does it really matter to your idea audience okay you need to start sharing your brand story it's, it's a it's a surefire way to connect people and engage you know because businesses and products don't have emotion but people do and a lot of times in order to convince them to work with you you have to affect their emotions your brand story should capture and convey how you want to make people feel. It's one of the first questions I ask those who want help branding. How do you really want to make people feel? Because it's important that you incite some kind of emotional response so they'll make the right response in dealing with you. Okay, you got to keep your pitch short. 99% about them because this is not about you it's totally focused on creating a question in the mind of your prospect do they need what you're offering now you can do this in 30 seconds okay it doesn't have to be long but it has to be engaging enough to capture the attention and create intrigue for your audience so they want to know more they're going to click again and click again and click again and eventually click to buy because most of the time we're doing it over the internet so here are the three R's of personal brand recognition first one is recognition you have to create a brand story to create recognition for your business as long as you focus on what others have to say about you so you got to be recognized as the expert in your field focus on what people say about you you know, 
you got to make the story tantalizing, okay? You got to make it so that people want to recognize it over and over and over. Share something they, that can resonate with them, okay? The next thing I want you to focus on is reputation. You have to have a reputation so that people know who you are. And you can create that all on the internet, okay? You got to understand how the brain sees brand. It has to be part of your story, okay? And the last R I want to talk about, your personal brand sets the trust currency and your brand story to help people have respect for you and your expertise. You know, we're, we're living in an age of authentic branding. It's easy to fact check, so you got to make sure what you put out there is genuine and authentic. Because you see now what's happening with 45, he's saying stuff, you can get on Google, and it's just not true. And people start disrespecting you. You got to make sure you have recognition, reputation, and respect. Okay? If you don't have a story, use someone else's story in relation to what it is you're doing. Okay? There's a story out there. You just got to look for it. But I want you to focus on it. Something I can help you with. I have a whole uh, coaching program around branding. I can help you find out what that story is. You can go to capbuildercoaching.com. And learn about it Because if you don't know How to tell your story It's going to be tough for you So that's my Cat Builder Minute for tonight I'm going to go to break And when I come back I'm going to bring on Miss Janet And her guest for this evening Andrew Morrison He's going to come talk about Some of the great things he's doing for entrepreneurs You're listening to Mark Parham on the Cat Builder Radio Network, the Cat Builder Talk oh, Show. We'll be back in a moment. Try to get back. I need some get back. Pay back. Pay back. always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Coming back with you heard I, I let it go a little bit longer. Hey! Sometimes I go play some of this old James Brown. It just just kind of gets you going. All right, so I'm coming back. Cat Miller Talk Radio Show. I'm gonna bring to the mic Miss Janet Montgomery. How you doing this evening? Hi, Mark. I'm doing great. How about you? All right. How'd you like that James Brown there? Is, oh, I'm jamming. Right? I'm jamming. I'm jamming. 
coming over here. Yeah, it sounds yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, right, you know. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even though you can barely understand what he's saying, but you know it sounds good. Right. It's it, it all good. So, uh, so how things going for you this week so far? All is well, Mark. Trying to get adjusted to this new time change. You know, I was moving yeah. a little slow, but it caught yeah. up. Caught up later a on. A <laughs> lot of people were. I think a lot of people just skipped even coming in today because traffic wasn't even that bad today. You know, uh-huh. so. So what are you, uh, who's your guest you have tonight? Oh, my goodness, Mark. This is someone that I am so excited to bring on. Uh, he is a CEO of Small Business Camp. I've known this guy for over 30 years, Mark. He's an entrepreneur. He's energetic. He's motivational. I mean, Drew has traveled all over the world training entrepreneurs. He's just someone that he he's someone that everybody needs to know. So, all right. Uh, Without further ado, can we just welcome Andrew Morrison? Hi, Drew. Hey, thank you so much for um, having me, Mark and John. Absolutely, Drew. Um, first of all, I want to start out by asking you a few questions, Drew. I want you, if you would, introduce yourself to the listeners and tell everybody what you do professionally. Sure. <clears throat> My name is Andrew Morrison. Um, most people know me as the president of small business camp, an entrepreneurial marketing services firm that I've uh, built over the years. And, you know, my real passion is showing people how they can start with a simple idea, uh, find their first customer, and grow a profitable uh, enterprise, you know, in less time and with less effort. Uh, I've been very fortunate um, to build several companies uh, well past a million dollars in sales in a short period of time. And, in this stage of my career right now, um, I'm actually uh, working in the nonprofit space. Um, I've taken my entrepreneurial skill sets and I'm working with education, working with um, federal governments around the country and um, laboratories and scientists, helping to train the next generation of um, biomedical professionals. So to some degree, I'm probably an entrepreneur who has uh, ADD. Uh, I can't sit still. And I would say every five years, I enjoy kind of remaking myself and getting to play in a different industry. Hmm. Well, that sounds great. There's nothing wrong with that. That that keeps you uh, actually keep you on top of things. So, so Drew, the program that you're working with the government on uh, is that somewhat related to the STEM program? I, I know it's it's something that's uh, encouraging you working with the government to encourage kids to become scientists. So, is that part of STEM? Right, right. And so, and so STEM basically stands for science, um, technology, engineering, and, and math. And the government has a, has a real issue with uh, not being enough uh, U.S.-born um, STEM professionals. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I tell my clients, you always want to uh, get fixated on a problem. You know, I enjoyed what, uh, you know, Mark was saying earlier about the uh, importance of branding and being able to tell your story. And I, I like to tell my story from the uh, vantage point of, of a client. And it's great to have a client that has a, a big budget and, and a big problem. So the magic that I perform with many of my clients is to help them um, go out and find a problem, you know, identify a problem that people are willing to pay you money to solve and you can't uh-huh. help but become successful. Absolutely. 
So let me move on, Drew. I have another question. Uh, it's about your status as being a millionaire. Can you tell us a little bit what it takes to actually sustain wealth? Well, um, the IRS may be listening, so I'm broke. Officially, you know, I'm broke. I, I don't have any money. I don't know why people be. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> on a on a serious note, I mean, you know, having you know a million dollars in um in assets. I mean, if you start in your twenties, you save fifty bucks a month in thirty years, um, you'll be there. But uh, what Janet is, is alluding to is that I was fortunate to appear on the Oprah Winfrey show um, as a young millionaire in my uh, late 20s. And so I realized that I, I had this gift, and the gift, once again, is kind of born out of a, a, a Brooklyn hustle where um, I just know uh, how to communicate a, a value proposition. And I was very fortunate to have uh, mentors around me um, uh-huh. who made a great deal of money, and they were able to kind of slow me down as a young man uh-huh. and say, okay, this is how you really focus on growing a, um, growing a business. And so it's, um, it's you know, and, and you know, people will fight me on this, but, but it's, it's easier to create wealth than people realize, and um, there is a formula. And the first step to the formula, it, it sounds simple, is you've got to hang out with people that have lots uh-huh. of money. Who, who have big mm. And so right now I'm hanging out with um, um, superintendents of large school districts who have budgets of $500 million to $50 billion. And so um, mm-hmm. I've got a big meeting coming up with someone who has a large budget. And so if you begin to listen carefully to the pain mm. points of people that have large budgets, you can't – so if I'm hanging out with somebody who runs a $50 billion organization, I can't help but make a million. You know, right. a million simply trickles down uh, to, to you. So I'd like all of your listeners uh, to really focus on um, big problems, system-related uh, problems. You can start small. And so uh-huh. if you are an entrepreneur and, or better yet, you know, um, I've done well in nonprofit spaces. So if you want to help women in transition and you're doing something with a local church and you're doing maybe a Dress for Success uh, um, seminar, I want you to realize that you can package um, your success, document it, uh, developing a training system, and that can, can become a state, even a national model for helping women in transition. So I want people to, you know, start small, start with a small picture, but then from there mm-hmm. I'll go to the big picture. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that, hanging out with the people that have the money. All right, so, so Drew, when you're coaching, What's the number one problem that you see facing your client in terms of people that have just started a business? What, what problem do you see most, most times? Well, uh, to be transparent, I've kind of pulled back from um, coaching practice because I, I tell my clients that you have to really focus on one big thing. And right now, you know, um, my, my background is uh, electrical engineering with a minor in biomedical engineering. So right now, uh, I'm kind of going back to my educational roots and spending a lot of time in, in research labs, and um, it, it's some it's, it's exciting stuff because it pulls out the inner geek in me. But um, when I used to coach um, entrepreneurs, here's the here's the here's a real challenge to be to, to be frank. Um, I'll tell people and it's a little bit controversial, you know. I, I, I like to push people that you know true business wisdom actually transfers minds over the dinner table. You know, you know, real wisdom 
And it occurs if you grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. And so uh-huh. that dinner table is having an uncle, is having an aunt, a father, a mother. If at the dinner table, you know, what are some of the dinner table conversations? So now if you, if you never had dinner table conversations around wealth creation growing up, uh-huh. then you're out here to some degree lost. You're out here, books, seminars, you're out here trying to make this thing happen, um, but you're struggling because you don't have that big table, so to speak. So what, what I try to do is, uh, when I used to do coaching and I would do seminars, I try to create a big table experience. And a big uh-huh. table experience is about community, um, it's about trust, and it's about um, being vulnerable. So, you know, I grew up poor, um, and I had to deal with the challenges of not feeling worthy of success. You know, um, uh-huh. not, to, not to brag, you know, I live in a five-bedroom house in Westchester on an acre of uh, a property, but uh-huh. for the first two years, I felt uncomfortable in my own house. Because it was too big. I, I grew up in a pull-out bed in the projects. And mm-hmm. like to this day, I, I don't know where there's a living room, there's a dining room, there's a den, there's a family. I, there's a, there, there are too many rooms for me. And so mm-hmm. um, it starts with your self-image. So, you know, those of us who are, who are first generation when it comes to achieving a level of success, if you decide to kind of make that big breakthrough, you first have to change your self-image. And you really have to uh, believe what's possible. And the fast way to have that happen for you is to have role models. It's, it's to find a coach. Mm-hmm. It's to attend 10 conferences. It's to really have a big table experience and have someone really begin to um, guide you and help you change your own inner perception. Mm-hmm. Very key. That's back to surrounding yourself with, uh, with the movers. So, so, Drew, can you tell me who inspires you? Um, my daughter, you know, um, she's um, 19 years old now. She's a, a sophomore in college, and, and I, I would say for me, you know, um, the, your greatest legacy is the next generation, and, you know, seeing how I've been able to make an impact in, in the lives of um, so many high school students and college students, it really um, keeps me going um, because, you know, I, I had a difficult time. Uh, growing up, you know, I was just, you know, mm-hmm. smart kid who who was bullied. But at the same time, I'm now able to take that pain. And so what, what inspires me, it's a great question, is that I'm now able to take uh, my pain and go back in time to some degree mm-hmm. and to find other, mm-hmm. other students who are going through comparable challenging um, situations and let them know that um, someone understands and um, let them know that there are options and let them know that, um, you know, this too uh, will pass. That's great. Can you give me one accomplishment, Drew, that you are most proud of? Uh, you know, I, uh, I couldn't say the birth of my daughter, but um, from, a, um, from a developmental uh, standpoint, you know, I'll, I'll kind of modify the question in terms of, you know, what's the one accomplishment that had a biggest domino effect? I think if you look okay. back in your life, so sometimes there's something that happens uh, in the early part of your career, a small win that leads to larger wins. And the small win for me was a big win for back then is that I went to an engineering college called Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, RPI, except in uh, Troy, New York. 
actual oldest uh-huh. engineering uh, college in the country, and 8,000 white students, 200 black students, and I was the first African-American to be elected as the president of the student union. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. that was a big deal. I was big man on campus. I was on television, nightline with, um, with Ted Koppel back then, and that just expanded my horizon. And I think it was Oliver Wendell Holmes who said, uh, a mind once stretched cannot return back to its original form. So wow. I had an early win, and my mind was stretched. And i got to say that's the, um, the impetus, the catalyst for a lot of my success. And, and I encourage parents now, because I do a great deal of parent training, is that I don't care if you have to buy the trophies. Your child better have a win. Your child needs mm-hmm. to win something in high school. It's critical that uh, when it comes to their own psychological development, children must have a win because um, that win um, builds self-confidence. There was Marcus Garvey who said that without confidence, a man is twice defeated. And so uh, we need to build confidence um, in our children. Absolutely. Well, Mark, there you have it. Uh, like I said, this is a, a totally uh, great caliber of a guy. I mean, I, I, just, you I don't know what it's over? About truth. <laughs> It's over. <laughs> well, Matter of fact, I'm, this was the first time I muted my microphone. I was just sitting back here listening and taking notes. Okay. Okay. You know, I'll tell you this, bro. You know, I don't know. If, I don't know if you have a podcast or a radio show, but just a little bit of knowledge you just kicked out. I just got to go back I down. Two things: focus on big problems, Powerful. and then focus on organization with big budgets. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know what, the thing that you said about changing the self-image, I just felt it was so important because sometimes we don't feel we're deserving of success. Yeah. You know, it, and you know, that's I, it's crazy. When Janet, but, uh, um, you know, when Janet met me, you know, I had a very bad stuttering problem. And I was very uncomfortable. I was very shy, withdrawn, didn't have a girlfriend in, in high school. And now I speak all around the world. You know, I, I speak to mm-hmm. thousands of people with no notes. I can I can deliver a three-hour mm-hmm. presentation with no notes, uh, all wow. based upon practice and all based upon the fact that I've been able to change my self-image. And so that's mm-hmm. really the, the, the message I want to leave uh, with people that it's not really who you think you are. It's really who you think you're not. Who do you think you're not? So I thought I was not a good speaker. There's somebody out wow. there who mm-hmm. thinks they're not good at math. They're not an entrepreneur. And so if you look at that space of where you think you're not, that gives you tremendous opportunity to grow. Man, I tell you, and the thing that you just said about making sure a child has a win, you know, we work in a lot of youth at the Urban League and things like that, and you're so correct. A lot of these kids have never won anything. Okay? Anything, you know. No, nothing. And I'm just thinking about it. They've never, you know, with with the top on a test at school, they never were first place in anything, mm-hmm. and so they learn how just to accept being last or not even in the race. Yeah, I, I, that's right. why I, I tell I, I tell Mama, you need to buy the trophy. I mean, uh, right. when I was in high school, that I was so right. I was winning science competitions. So by the time I applied to college, every college wanted to admit me because I was a winner. In high school, wow. and uh, wow. you know, once you become mm. associated with, with winners, you're associated with eagles. You, you can't be a chicken and get a pigeon <laughs> and be run right. over uh, on the road because you're always soaring. Mm-hmm. And that's what it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a muscle. If you begin to develop that muscle at, a, at an early age, 
By the time you get older, it becomes a habit. Well, man, you need to let us know anytime you're coming to the Atlanta area. Uh, maybe we need to make it a point to get you here. You know, maybe I'll do a conference or invite you to speak at the Urban League or something like that. Because you have a very, very powerful message. And I, I appreciate you okay. taking the time out mm-hmm. tonight to deliver it to us. Um, but, yeah, I have muted myself so I can take notes. <laughs> All right? I'm just going to let you know that. All right? All right. So, uh, man, my brother, that was outstanding. And I look forward to speaking with you at another time by getting you to the ATL or just helping you get your message told because you have an incredible story. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jan. Thanks, for making it happen. I appreciate you. All right. All right. All I got to do is say, wow. Okay. You know, I know. Fact, That's all I'm I can tell say. You what. He's powerful. I, you, know, you know what? I really feel like. I should end the show right now. Okay, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, because I really don't, I want people to almost leave with just the thoughts that he just said, you know, and, uh, but I, you know, what I'll probably do here is go to break and come back. I'm going to do a little something, something, but it ain't going to be much because, uh, <laughs> okay. I, I mean, he just, he really touched me. I mean, he was talking to me. I mean, absolutely. Uh, Something he was saying. Me too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Hang around big organizations with big budgets and figure out what their problems right. are. <laughs> I right. like that. So, all right. Well, matter of fact, the way you've been bringing these guests on the show, I might just start playing the music and commercials. Just let you do the show. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? You know. But uh, great guest, great. I mean, you developed. Wow, he was he was incredible. I mean, all your guests have been incredible, but. He was outstanding. He was really outstanding. So, uh, well, uh, man, I'm speechless. But uh, <laughs> so, what do you got coming up in the near future? You got anything happening? Any contest? Oh, yes, March. Uh, yeah, my March spring March contest is going on until Sunday, and uh, also I will be putting out a feature article. Mark, I just interviewed a retired photojournalist from the AJC. So that's coming up, and then I'll also be interviewing uh, some veterinarians over there in Stone Mountain who just started a, a a show, a series on the National Geographic Channel. So all of that's coming up. All right, all right. Well, thanks for your guest. Thanks for what you do, and uh, we'll talk later. All right, Mari. I appreciate all right. it. All right. Take care. All right. From your big eyes, or from my big eyes, Janet Montgomery, interview with Andrew Morrison. Great interview. I'm going to go to break. When I come back, I'm going to do a little talking about marketing your brand with digital media. We'll see how long I go with that. We may call it a short show for tonight. But just stick with me. We'll be back in a moment. family they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college so i'm trying to break that barrier 
My daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't gave a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. I'm going to talk just for a few minutes. not going to hold you long, but I want to talk about your brand and digital media marketing. This is kind of in a series of I've been talking about how to market your brand on the Internet. So I just want to go over maybe three things about marketing your brand using digital media. I want to talk about first impressions, building your brand, and social media marketing strategies. Now, we know the old adage, first impressions, okay? You never get a second chance to make first impression. Will Rogers said that. And that's what's so true about internet marketing. Because the fact is that the time it takes to make a first impression, back in the 1990s, it took roughly 45 seconds to make a first impression. In 2011, it took seven seconds. Today, you have three seconds to make your first impression. So you have to make sure that when that and a person encounters you, immediately form a mental image of your brand. So it's important that you do that, and you do that all through graphics. 90% of the information that we transmit to the brain is visual, okay? 90%. We see it. It's visual. So you have to make sure that you're working with visual media. Just a few fun facts, you know. 40% of people respond better to visual info than plain text. The conversion rate is 86% when videos are used on the landing page. 86% if you create a small video. 80% of what you see is retained. And landing pages that have videos are 40 times more shareable than regular landing pages. So it's important that you realize that because social media is obsessed with images because we're wired for them, okay? So when you're talking about social media strategy and we're talking about images, one of the first thing is what is the image that you're using for you? Your photo sends a strong message of who you are. So having a clean headshot with a clean background and a smile and a clear view of your eyes, that's a great photo. Uh, the best photo is a smiling face with a little bit of shoulders, but make sure it's not blurry. So I just implore you to don't go get it professionally done. Get with someone that really understands lighting and background and get a great picture of yourself because it sends, once again, a strong message of who you are, your personal image. 
That's what it does. The next thing of our social media, I want you to, if you're on YouTube and Twitter and you have a bunch of different social media accounts, I want you to synchronize them all. Use the same photos and graphics and colors on all the pages. So regardless of where your potential customer comes in, they get the same experience. So make sure you synchronize all your brands across all your social media platforms. Okay? LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram, just make sure you're using all the information. Okay? So when you start talking about taking that, the basics, and building your brand, you have to understand first that you have to position your brand in the client in the mind of your client. And that means the picture that you want the, your brand to own or the benefit you want them to think of when they think of your brand, okay? The benefit of what you want them to think of when they think of your brand, that's what you're trying to do. It's a good positioning statement, a single idea to be communicated to your customers. It, everything revolves around the benefit that helps sell your product. For example, we look at Disney, family fun entertainment, Walmart, low prices, Good Values, FedEx, Guaranteed Overnight Delivery, McDonald's Food and Fun, Google Simplicity, Toyota Reliability. I could go on and on and on. But you think about these brands, you see what comes to mind. It's important that you realize this. A well-crafted brand position has three primary components. It defines the target market that you wish to go after. It gives the, the definition of your business, your company is in, or the industry or category you compete in, and a statement of your point of difference. These are the three things that has to be when you're talking about branding yourself, all right? You want to leverage the strength of your brand position by showing value and uniqueness, all right? Now, under digital media marketing, when we start marketing, we have advertising, direct sales, public relations. But our real goal of advertising, and that's what we're using our brand positioning for, is to capture the viewer's attention first. That's why most campaigns now rely on a mix of visual stimuli first, and then we get text to further grab the attention. So our first step is the attention. The next step is getting their interest. They may not need your product, but you have to create that need in the mind of your consumer. You got to create that need. Does your back hurt? Well, no, it, it wasn't hurt, but now it is. Okay. Create a personal link. You know, well, my back is hurting too. So you have to create that personal link. That's why marketing is human to human. Next, you have to flame that desire. Okay. You have to show them what their problem is, how big the problem is, what it's holding them back from, and then show them what can happen if they take action to buy your product or service. So you got to create the problem for them, show, that, show them how that problem is affecting them, and then create action to sign up with you or to click here to find out more about what it is you're doing. You know, so we use a, a, a mixture of marketing on the internet. A lot of times people ask me about what they should use, but you have to you have to have a great website, use your social media, and email marketing is still one of the most widely used methods of getting people 
to buy from you, all right? Because email marketing is still the most effective way to acquire customers. 91% of consumers still open their email, 91%. Some people just flick through Facebook, but 91% of the people that still open email. The other thing I want you to understand is that your social media strategy is there to push people to your website. That's where you're going to get them to buy. That's where you're going to get them to click. People come to me all the time and say they they tried a social media strategy, but nothing happened. They couldn't sell anything on the Internet. They couldn't sell anything on Facebook. Facebook is social. You're using Facebook to create your personal brand for people to identify with you. So they will click through to your website so they can buy from you on your website. So understand that. And using email really helps that process. All right. Make sure that on your website you have plugins or or anything you put out there so people see something they like, they can share it. That's what social media is all about, sharing and liking, not buying. Buying happens on the website. So you should have a social media strategy that's getting people to like and reshare your content. All right. So some of the strategies around, you know, just social media marketing, I'm going to go through a few of them. Share. You got to share things, not only share your content, but share the content of others. Just don't like it, share it. You'll find that if you share theirs, they'll share yours. And that's where you start to organically grow your network. And go real time. You know, sometimes you got to get out there and push it out there when it's happening. Not next week, not next month, but real time. Not everything, but sometimes people need to know that you had a great thought. I'm just wondering how you think about this. The one big thing that I think is so important is about selling, not just educate. I mean, educating to sell. All right? I want you to educate your customers on your products. All right? Educate your customers on what it is you do. And I think if you focus on these things, you will find a lot more with social media. So it's important that you listen to the things that I just talked about. I'm not going to go on. Uh, I think we had a great show tonight. Uh, it was great listening to Andrew talk about the things he was he was doing uh, because it's it's important that you understand and hear this message from other people because if you don't hear it a number of times from different people, it won't be reinforced in your mind. And that's why I think it's so great about doing the show, you know, bringing on people like Andrew that have said things that we've all said before, but he just says how they affected him. So this is Mark Parham. You've been listening to Cat Builder Talk, real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. I hope you enjoyed the show. You know, Janet was here. I was here. Martin and I will be back next week. Bring you more information on small business news and tech report and all about credit. And we have some other people that want to come on and start bringing you their content. So I want you to go to catbuildernetwork.com. Check out the Cat Builder Network, catbuildercoaching.com if you want to find out how you can take one of my fantastic coaching programs. So I hope you enjoy the show. I'm going to go out with a little more earth, wind, and fireless groove. And I look forward to our next encounter. You have a great evening.